Welcome to Fantasy Draft Fiction. I'm your host, Jared Walter, and with me is... Jasmine Buffington. Trey Buffington. And uh, we're here to play some more... Uh, games. More <laughs> trivia games and some short answer trivia games. Um, so this one, we're going to start off round one, is mm-hmm. going to be... We're going to give each other uh, character names from movies, and we're going to do, as per usual, you get three names... Mm-hmm. Uh, the sooner you get it, the more points you get. Uh, and then round two, I think it would be fun if we go around and we'll take turns naming like a trope in movies that we hate. Mm-hmm. And the other two people have to figure out how to write a plot that makes it cool. Okay. All right. We everybody good with those? Say, good. say it to me one more time. Which one? Both. The of last them? part. So, uh, well, you name a trope that you hate in movies. Right. And then we will figure out, the other two people figure out. To like make it better. Use it and in the, a way you can't say get like, rid of it. Yeah. Use it in a way that's like fresh and neat. Gotcha. Um, do we have a notepad for scorekeeping? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of notebooks down there. Let me. Uh, I go ahead and grab one. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've got all my dick paintings. In it. <laughs> yeah, I, I use acrylic paints. My notepads. <laughs> that's a waste. Oh, of what paper or acrylic paints? Both. Both. <laughs> um, my pen? acrylic paints. Yes. Pen. There should right be here. more. Boom. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, that's your spot. That's where you keep it, Jared. You always. You said last no time. You right said I'm going to keep this here for next time. Well, you know what? I'm and glad. We, and I we told never somebody. moved it. <laughs> I wanted to. Like, nah. We had a system. We didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since I won last week, should I go first? This week? Sure. Welcome to Fantasy Draft Fiction. Never. Where the points don't matter. You are real hot about it. Please. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I like the first time without I win something. <laughs> Uh, Did J- wait, who won everything in a row so far? So was... Jasmine's been winning the whole time. Jasmine's had but got you've been good hosting a lot, so that's why. Well, the first one where we started shifting over to the game show yeah. format, well, you were I judge didn't jury. play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but since we've been doing it kind of round robin style, Jasmine's kind of been usually taking the lead on things. Now, is it because I'm hilarious? Yeah, are we feeling sorry for you, man? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Feel sorry for yourself. So, I will say, the the thing that tends to tip it is, you seem to have a tendency to pick something that Jasmine is really in tune with, or that I am really in tune with. Sure. But not something that we're both really in tune with. Relatively well. So it kind of, like, well, cause, listen, you have an accidental sway, you're the tide of the show. <laughs> Children Which means I will never win. Don't <laughs> eat his pods. Um, so I will say I have a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. We'll see if we figure it is out. Is a theme a person or an actual theme of things? It's a theme to the movies that I'm going to oh, give you. Okay. okay. My theme is about a person. So, right. What's your theme? I don't have one. Farts. Wait, yeah. Big farts. Joe Dirt. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Who wants to go first? Jared is going first. We've already established that because he Who's won talking last Where time. Where am I? Oh my God. <laughs> Who are you people? Jeez. Get up out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first name I'm going to give you. So one name, one word name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Booley. 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 Nope. Uh, nothing ringing a bell right now. All right. Second name. Poke Colburn. Poke Colburn. Poke? Colburn, H O K E, C O L B U R N. 
Is it one of those team-up movies or team movies? The Deliverance. No, it's not a team-up <laughs> movie or Deliverance. I guess it's kind of a team-up movie. Third name? Yeah. Daisy Worthen. Uh, Wait, are these... Daisy. Daisy Worthen. Um, is it, um... Dukes of Hazard? No. Damn it. Is it a Bond movie? No. No, you ready for the answer? Yeah. It's Driving Miss Daisy. Oh. <laughs> I had never saw that movie. I... Gotta laugh at references every time. I, I just remember... I remember just my, trained. I remember my grandparents watching it, but, like, me being too young to pay attention, and just walking, and I was like, why is that old lady sitting in the back of the car? And, like, not really clicking. Yeah. All right. Damn, Driving Miss Daisy. All right. But, uh, all right, I gotta think of your fucking theme. To, okay. to be fair, would you sit in the front of your taxi? Well, no, but that's that's the thing. I was, like, so young, I didn't even realize that that's what was right. going on. I was just like, why are there two people in the car and she's in the back? But it didn't look like a taxi. It was her actual fucking town car. I, dude, I feel, like, every time I'm forced to sit in the front seat with a guy in an Uber, I'm like... That's weird. No, don't make, don't do that. Like, and I'm always, like, trying to, like, be overly nice. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's like, hey, other, how are you doing? Have a good day? Other perspective. Other, other, <laughs> other perspective. As a lady, only the two times I've been in an Uber by myself, I prefer to sit in the front seat because there's no child safety lock, so if I need to fucking bail out, I can bail out. Oh, good idea. That's smart. That's That's smart. Yeah. I would be suspicious of everyone as well. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not sitting in the back seat. I I know what happens. There have been stories of Uber drivers going awry. A ton, because they don't do background checks until Mm. recently. I watched that horror movie, The Awry Uber Driver. (laughs) Awry, awry Uber. The Awry Uber Driver. Um, All right. Ready for mine? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, first character name yes. is Bart. Simpsons? Nope. Damn. We're doing movies, it's right? It's a movie. Okay. Bart. Just straight up Bart. Bart and Fink. <laughs> no, it's just Bart. That's the name. Nothing else. Bart. Oh, what's... I'm going to need more than that. Yeah, give me another one. All right. The next one is... <laughs> Headley Lamar. Headley Lamar? That does ring a bell. Mm-hmm. Headley Lamar. Because uh, I still need one more clue. I'm going to say Hedvig and the Angry Inch. Mm-mm. One more time? Headley Lamar. Headley. Headley Lamar. Lamar? Lamar. Mar. I like Hedley how. Headley <laughs> Lamar. I like how quickly. Well, I heard. Headley Mar Mar. You guys spend so much time together that you know if 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 somebody says a word enough times that word loses meaning. Sure, of course. It only takes Jasmine three or four times before you're just like head lice the mar. (laughs) What? It's so frustrating. (laughs) What kind of a title is the mar? We're already like an elderly couple who's lost their hearing and yelling at each other. It's fucking nonsense. Are you ready for the third clue? Lily von Stupp. Oh, sound of music. No. Uh, I was thinking no. of oh, um <laughs> shit. I was thinking of the German captain. Damn it! It is. Uh, so the three character names. The are... producers. No, you're so fucking close. <sighs> you always kill me with these Mel Brooks movies. It's Blazing Saddles. Oh, oh shit. Bart was the black sheriff. Hedley yeah. Lamar was the, the guy that they kept making. Nope. They kept saying Hedy Lamar. Like that was the, the running joke of like the whole movie. I was going because I haven't seen that movie in uh, well, in an age. In a, in since, a kid, <laughs> since Kitty was a cat. God, that movie 
makes me laugh so fucking hard. I, there was a guy when I was in high school who had me saying where the white women at as a ringtone on his fucking phone. <laughs> oh, where the white women at? <laughs> where the white women at? Like, yeah, it was that movie makes me laugh so hard. It's funnier than a hot tub full of guys. <laughs> full of straight guys. That's even funnier. <laughs> what? All right, ready? Yes. After that, yes. <laughs> King Osric. Gladiator. Nope. Your Highness. Nope. Oh! Good guess. Good guess. <laughs> Tulsa Doom. Tulsa Doom? No, it's gonna be fucking John Carter of Mars. <laughs> Yo, that was pretty good. Because I assume is the name of Earth? Or Mars? You guys ready? Yeah. Remember when I say it, whoever says it first, the full title. Wait, hold on. Give us the first two again real quick. King Osric. All right. Tulsa Doom. Okay. You ready? Yes. Third character, Conan. Conan the, the Barbarian. Barbarian. I guess you both get half a point. Mm. I hate you so <laughs> I would say half a point for both. Oh, I my God. We'll just keep it tied at three zeros. It's so frustrating. <laughs> <across> the board. <laughs> All right. Let's see if you can. We'll, we'll do three rounds of this. Mm-hmm. Three rounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the so, fucking uh, cadence was even there. Like it's <laughs> so fucking irritating. Uh, <laughs> I hate you with all of my heart. <laughs> so my first one was driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. First cop. <laughs> sorry. Uh, first character. <laughs> Frank Costello. Oh, um. Damn it. Don't wait for me. You have it. Don't feel bad for me. Argentina. <laughs> Goodfellas? No, not Goodfellas. Go ahead. I, I was just throwing out a guess. Uh, I didn't wait a waste. Colin Sullivan. Reservoir Dogs? Snatch? No. So, Frank Costello. Colin Sullivan, Billy Costigan. Lock, Sounds... stockings, two smoking barrels. No. Close. Oh, damn it! Close. Damn it! The Italian job. <laughs> uh, not so uh. close. I was hoping it would give it away if it's Colin Sullivan and Billy Costigan. I'll give you one more clue in the Boston accent. Firefighters are fucking fags. It, is it, um... Uh, it's either... Is oh, it I the, know pronounce you Chuck and Larry. No, The, the Departed. The Departed? Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> Can I get uh, 0.2 points? <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, because you just said the gay firefighters. I was like, oh, no, that's my... When Matt, I believe it's Matt Damon. We're just like, firefighters are fucking fags. I'm like, ouch. That's <laughs> mean. That's the uh, rivalry between police officers and firefighters. Yeah. I'm sure they were ribbing each other, and it's so funny. It's just like, it's like it, it just feels almost unnecessary. Yeah, of course. Oh, gosh. Man, so a lot of no-pointed going around. Damn a lot of it. no points going around. Oh man, this is a oh, one name will be. Is it you or is it me? Oh, it's you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go it's on. Okay. My name is. What? No, oh, good. <laughs> All right. First name is Stephen. Just Stephen. Just Stephen. Just Stephen. Pass. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. Doctor King Schultz. Schultz. 
Selma. No. Dr. No. King Schultz. So Stephen is the first one, and yeah. then Dr. King this, Schultz. This guy's a build actor on this. No, these are the characters. We've been doing characters. Right, I'm just saying the, the prominence thing. of this person yes, in the film. Yes, these, both okay. these people are very yeah. famous actors in this movie. And they, they, they starred in this movie, starred, not just hung out for a second. Yeah, no, they okay. were in this movie. Like, so we got Steve and Dr. King. Steven and Dr. Oh, King Schultz. So Steven is It's Steven. Okay, third one. I don't know. Jared? Jared the third? Calvin Candy. Calvin Candy? Uh-huh. Oh, um. Fuck, that actually does knock something loose. Uh-huh. This is not anything for me. Uh, I thought, like, Calvin Klein's, like, new underwear candy. Nope. Underwear candy? It's a chocolate. It's a chocolate. I don't want any of that. <laughs> Sniff it to find out, then eat it. <laughs> Unless it's the other thing. No. Calvin Candy. Wild work commercial. Other thing than don't. I feel like we should just edit that down to sniff it and eat it. We don't have to say the rest. You know what to do if it doesn't smell like candy. I'm, just, I'm laughing because like that's the commercial they have for Calvin Candy. Oh my God. He was like, wait, what? What was that? I fucking tap. I can't think of yeah, it. All name. right, so Steven. Sure. As we know. Was played by Samuel L. Jackson. Dr. King Schultz was played by Christoph Waltz. And Calvin Candy was played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, fucking Django Unchained. Yes, uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> I, I, but you didn't name the character that Jamie Foxx played? No, because that's too obvious. Wait, so what was your first? Was the last one. Was Steven, your... uh, Steven was my favorite character in that whole fucking movie. Yeah. Snowball Steve, Steven? Like, like it was Samuel L. Jackson as an old grizzled black What's, man, um, black slave who yeah. hated black people. So, what was your first movie? My first movie was uh, Blazing Saddles. And then Django and Chain. Okay, I think I got a theme here. <laughs> That's black exploitation movies. <laughs> black cowboy movies. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I got oh, well, then just, the last one's gonna be hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do that one. <laughs> Alright, Trey, <laughs> see if we can some, get somebody on the board here. Alright. Uh, this is so funny. Oh, wait, what, and what was your first movie? My first movie was Conan, Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. That, right. that was my the big clue at the end to see who would get it first. This one doesn't have that kind of big clue at the end. Okay. But, let's see. But I have a theme. Still the theme. Okay. But it has theme as the actor. Okay. Okay. I think he gave it away. Nope. No, he didn't. Okay. Ray? Kinsella. Ray Kinsella. He is the protagonist of the movie. 48 hours. Nope. I don't know. Because I, yeah, I, yeah. I think I know the actor you're thinking of, and it's not Schwarzenegger. I guess we won't know. We until won't know very until end. the very I need, end. I need another one. Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann. Do the right thing. If you have no idea, well, maybe this clue won't do it for you, but it will narrow it down for different kinds of movies. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Field of Dreams. Nailed it. The theme is... James Earl Jones. Yep, James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Somebody's finally on the board with one single point. Did you give me that uh, point zero two points I asked for? No, no. I didn't. Why not? Because uh, it's barely a handout. I, I gave you zero twice. Barely a so yeah, first one, Driving Miss Daisy. Second one, The Departed. Mm-hmm. 
first name of this first character name in this movie is Sheriff Bell. Wait, okay, I'm sorry. Sheriff okay. Bell. This is the first character, Sheriff Bell. Sheriff Bell. The real Bell Bell. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Final bell's tolling for me on this one. <laughs> the second name <laughs> is uh, Lulin Moss. Lulin Moss. Ooh, Sheriff Bell, Lulin Moss. I'm familiar. I th- oh, I'm glad for you. Can, <laughs> like, we, uh, can we put a stipulation in this game? If you don't know by the third person, can you name the decade that the movie took place in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Third name then? Yeah. Just simply uh Shigur. Shigur? Shigur. Um uh is it um Great Out of Compton? No. I was thinking of Sugar. I have, I literally have no idea. No country for old men. Oh, oh I've never I wanted seen you to that. give a decade. <laughs> oh sorry. I've never seen that. Those were all movies that won us best Best right. picture at the Oscars. The thing is, I, I, I pictured um, what's-his-face in my head when you said Sheriff Bell. Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, I just couldn't place him in the movie. He's right. always playing a grizzled law enforcement guy. Yeah, it wasn't going to help you that much. Yes. <laughs> uh, He's done it in four different decades now. See, no, I can't. This is Trey's last chance to get on the board. We're talking about point, zero two points. You do not. This is Trey's last chance oh to get God. on the board. Come on. <laughs> All right. Come on. Sorry, I give you guys easy ones to get points off of. Okie dokie dokie. I thought I was I was trying to do names that I thought would give off like a vibe, but didn't work apparently. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Ulysses Clow. Ulysses Clow? Okay. Hellboy? Black Panther. It's Ulysses Claw, but I happened to be read about him recently because of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I thought, what could the only black oh, man. hero movie be that's left? Because the well's shallow, unfortunately. Well, they can still do Black Panther, just have Shuri. Oh, I'm saying they can't do, I'm just saying, like, unfortunately, there's not that many movies where the protagonist is just, like, a black dude that rocks. It's oh, always yeah. like has to be like a black dude who's awesome and is a corrupted cop, right? Or something. That's true. All right. Well, Joe's mm. got three points. <laughs> I got four points. Oh fuck, you do. <laughs> this is Jasmine's last chance to get on the board. Yeah. So a third James Earl Jones movie. Oh, King Jaffe Joffer. Coming to America. Got it. <laughs> it was all the tip of my tongue and I couldn't know <laughs> The sequel just came out. Yeah, yeah it's true. I heard it was terrible. Yeah. It really relies it. on the first one. Um, I, I feel the same way about it that I felt about uh, Jane Silent Bob Rebooted where I'm just like, oh, these are all pleasant things that I like and I'm glad right. they did this and they sure look yeah. like they're having it's, fun. It's fun for that universe, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for Clerks 3. Yeah, I'm not unhappy about it. Mm-hmm. Man. Just gonna say, going into the break. Got seven. It's a hard game, but I pulled it out seven to not to not. Wow, seven to tied up strings to tied up strings. Technically, hold on. If I do this, I just James Bonded over here. 
Oh man, not gonna, not gonna <laughs> give him that joke. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna go get it myself right after this commercial break. Go get yourself. Welcome back to <laughs> Fantasy Draft Fiction. I'm still Jared and Trey and Jasmine are still lost. Yeah, stop. No one's doing that. Smash, I don't know. Nobody comes into a podcast mid episode. I don't know why I do that. I don't know why I do that. Um, It'll be a glitching system someday. <clears throat> anyway. Are you going to say something? No, that's oh, clear. Clear. <laughs> right. I'm going to clear my throat. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of that Craig Pelton no, no, thing. Clear my throat. I was nice to think of the Craig Pelton bit from Community when he's dressed up like uh, the peanut bar and he's trying to tell everybody that their checks are going to be late. And he's like, another dime, another dollar. <laughs> like he starts off doing this really nice rhyme, but it gets into like, Another dime, another dollar, another stuffed shirt for another puff collar, and Barack Obama is scared of me. Let me clear my throat. It's so weird and funny. Oh my god, so aggressive. I'm scared. <laughs> and it's just a little bald Dean Pelton, just being a weird guy. Anyway, um, so for round two, we're gonna do the trope challenge. Okay. The trope challenge. Da, da, da. The, the theme song. The, sure. The art of trope. The art of trope. Is that art of trope? Is that what you? Is that why you think that's funny? Yeah. It's because you think art of trope sounds like art of trope. Yeah, it's in my head. I was thinking it as the art of trope, as in like it's the art of it. No, but yeah, you can do that. Thank you for that. You're very kind. But no, the reason why I giggled about it is I, because I, in my head, I heard artichoke, and I was like, ha. I was halfway I tempted to meet you to like the like the Sun Tzu book, Art of War. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna like say that. I was but, like, but I, I it's, it's like printed all the same no, same text in red and gold. I'm, I'm a dumb dumb with a kid humor. No, no, no. Artichoke. So yeah, that guy's gonna be spinning in his grave with your books and books. Moving on. <laughs> this great philosophical book about warfare and like the human heart next to this artichoke book that you wrote. That's a joke. It's just like six pages of like a bad like nursery rhyme. Brilliant general. Fine. Listen, if TikTokers can be famous, I can be fucking famous for hey, that. Let rockers gonna rock. I don't know oh, what that okay. means. Let rockers gonna rock. Okay. That's probably a Kid Rock lyric. I apologize probably. to everybody. Yeah, probably. I probably just want to say I'm sorry. Verses well, for Fraggle it's Rock. Like my, second... like my shirt says Hatter's Gonna Hat. Hatter's Gonna Hat. I bought that for you. Yeah. Hatter's Gonna Hat. Hatter's Gonna Hat. Snooper's Gonna Snoop. Yep, Snooper, it's hard to snoop. <laughs> That's your Snoop dog, and he's minding his own goddamn business. And he's, you should mind yours too. Yeah. Mm, sure. Don't All be right. asking him why it smells so loud over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, round two. Round two. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm in a commanding lead. Yeah. With the with the James Bond. So let's just let's just have fun with it. Let's All right. Get real if anybody wants to say, so how should we pick who goes first? Should I just start it off with the? Does it matter if we're all going? Well, I'll just do bars points. Count. I'll just challenge you guys sure. first. Sure. sure. Okay. Are your questions worth more? How about no. that? I mean, we could double the point, but I don't. We still haven't figured out how we assign points in this round, other than just picking a favorite. And yeah, then, yes, fun. you win. <laughs> yes, that's fine. We'll figure it out as we get there. Figure it out. We'll pave the street as we drive it. <laughs> we'll, we'll build this city well, on rock and roll. Is it while living on a prayer? Can we do it? What? So, <laughs> so it's collaborative because it's me and him working together to make yours better, right? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're... So each one of these, as a team cooperative, it's so we would each get like three point five points. So if if you were like, yeah, I like that, three point five points for each for each one. I and then it's like, so I could get three point five from him and you, and then I would working with you. And I would say and have seven. You you like I would say whoever's pitching it. I was like asking the question mm-hmm. can give up to four points. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can divvy them out accordingly. No, I just say like what? on this one, I'll give Jasmine four points because she mm-hmm. did all the heavy lifting, and you get like a point and a half because you were like, and the glitter's what? like on the butt. Okay. What, what if we have different <laughs> tropes? <laughs> we have different tropes though. What if? Well, no, but like you would be the one to give out the points. What to trope me and that Jared. you would hate more, like me? No, right. He, I think, but you guys are going to answer. We're going to answer to try to oh, make that's right. the trope he hates. We're not giving tropes to him. He's giving yeah. us a trope that we have to make better. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you guys are going to love. So that. I'm going to start off. This is one that I. <laughs> it's not. I don't know if you can make the argument that it's overused, mm-hmm. but I really hate in different things where it turns out, that like at the end, somebody was just somebody else the whole time. Oh, the, mm-hmm. the mask reveal. Yeah, and for like no real reason other mm-hmm. than like setting up a sequel. Or like I would say the 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 alternate of that is like it turns out at the end the person was just the old version oh, of okay. the younger character the whole time. How yeah. about you give me an example where it actually worked and it was beneficial to the plot? So, so we don't do that one. Oddly enough, the best example I can think of of like of a thing that I hate, but I didn't hate it when it was used here is in um, uh, not John Leguizamo. Uh, but John Leguizamo was in the movie Chef that starred and was directed by the guy that loves Marvel. I'm sorry, Star Wars shit. Uh, John Favreau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Favreau did a movie Marvel called. Uh, John Favreau did like a board game in space Jumanji movie. Oh, it was Zathura. Zathura. But yeah. remember, so the astronaut played by. Um, uh, here's, I mean, um, what's her face's husband? Um, the one that does Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard. Thank you. This is your parents having a conversation. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it, it turns she? out, it turns out the whole time that Dax Shepard is just like the older version of that yeah. kid that's been stuck in the game the whole time. Right. Okay. So like that's mildly acceptable, but still, like, there's just a lot of times when they do that. Kind of like ro- that uh, that Peter Pan thing. I'm just was like, there like a weird thing with him and then his sister? Then the, yeah, there yes. was. She had a crush on him. And she, was trying trying to, to she was trying to. She was trying to s that d. Yeah, and he's like, all night. That's John. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all knew what Kristen Stewart was going to become. And that's true. She's going to become. <laughs> Have, oh god i hate that i'm not great no. so so you hate it because it's just at the end it seems like a cash grab to set up the sequel is that what so you're hating I, about i would say it, like though? the other recent example is like at the end of spider-man far from home it's oh. just revealed that nick fury is a cree yeah. and you're kind of left to have to do the math of like okay when did he leave and when did he have yeah. a cree yeah. guy take his place okay um, oh, yeah, and, like, there's just times in movies where they'll do that where, like... I think he took his... Ooh, he was disintegrated on the snap, Nick was, correct? Uh-huh. He was brought back five years later? I mean, I'm sure they'll explain it. I don't want to come up with a theory because I'm just annoyed with it. I'm annoyed with the rollout of yeah, it. I wonder if he, could, he came back, the, the crawl took him immediately, and then replaced him with another. Well, anyway, my 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 beef is... 
in that sort of like trajectory of like at the very end you mm-hmm. just have this one reveal that mm-hmm. doesn't really have any pertinence to everything we've seen. Right. Mm-hmm. Try to make that cool. What if there was a movie I can't fully flesh out the storyline, but what if they continuously switch the character like almost in like the Imaginarium Dr. Parnassus. So like the reason why they did it was obviously because Heath Ledger died in the middle of filming. Heath Ledger died? Oh, oh my god. I'm so sorry. Oh. I didn't want to tell you. I have to, excuse me, I have to go do some pills. It's a good movie. But, they did it like that, where, like, they don't, like, not even mentioning that it's the same character, different person, like, they just go through all, like, it's the same, like, different actors, just, like, they just, like, seamlessly switch, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Is that supposed to be, oh, shit, yeah. So, like, it's not right at the end to set up something totally different where you have to do that, but, like, in the movie, they do it, and then you have a moment to, like, reset, figure it out, then do the next one. Instead of right at the end, it happens several How times. How does that like help your plot or help your story structure? That's what I'm saying. Like, it would be it would depend on the storyline. So, like, it really worked well in the imaginary Imaginarium because they were going to different like through different doorways into different realms, essentially. Okay. So, like, there was there was a, a, a something that would happen to be like, okay, wait. Okay, that's him because he went through with these people, and then like so that's obviously him because he's talking the same, he's talking the same way, and they are referencing him. More like a more like a cloud atlas thing where they're oh yeah, where like they're they're the same people just in different universes. Correct. Yeah, like that. Like that. So the reveal would be like, yes, it could be this person, and you would believe it's that person because it's a different reality. So you're kind of doing the Inception thing where. Every time you cross like a reality barrier, mm-hmm. you can put on a new face. Right. Yeah. And then okay. the, the big reveal is it was this person at the very beginning of the whole time, not this other person. Right. Trying to be. So the reveal is not is not that that person was somebody else. It's like okay. the reveal so is like there's something about this universe. Give realm. me. Can you give me like a plot or something? Because so far you you've been like. So far you. Well, yeah, because there's got different a, ways you could use it. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, there's different ways you could use it. Like, like. So, Imaginarium did it, but Cloud Atlas also did it, and Inception also did it, and those are three wildly different storylines. So, it could right. be done in just, like, whatever... Didn't uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. play the guy's um, Robin Williams' son in what games they come? Yes, and that was, that like, was a heaven-hell situation. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. you heard out that then, yeah, because he looks nothing like his son would have looked like, that's for yeah. sure. That was a good reveal. But they said that it was because he took the form of the person that his dad most respected. Right. Listen to him. Right. Yeah, but that'd be awesome. I think that'd be a good reveal. Like, we're. Yeah. Yes, you know that in his past, this person maybe have disappeared, but like, showed up as a completely different person. Mm-hmm. There's no like mask reveal or anything like that. It's that. So you'd almost kind of want to do like a quantum leap thing with it, where like, yeah. maybe at the start of the movie. We get like a couple glimpses of a face in a mirror, but it's not quite exactly sure. Right. And then maybe something happens. Right. We see somebody else for the right. majority of the movie, and then at the end, it's revealed that it was just this dude as this. Right. Just like what James like, like he's grieving over the loss of his child, but it turns out that his child in his ghost land was. His ghost land was Cuba Gooding Jr. I don't know what that. Hell and heaven. His Hell. ghost land was Cuba Gooding Jr. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to know, okay. and and like Cuba so Gooding like Jr. No, Cuba Gooding Jr. Now, where he's just like the only time you ever see him is out in public, drunk, grabbing people mm-hmm. by the unmentionables. Oh so, 
Jasmine's trope, not bad. It wasn't my trope. It was my idea. His trope. I'd say... Oh, sorry. Jasmine's trope picks? <laughs> he didn't hear mine yet. Oh, I, well, no, you no, guys no, are he's supposed gonna, to be answering together. Yeah, so he's going to now, because it was his trope, mm-hmm. he's now going to give us points based on what we presented to him. Well, that was your idea. So p- p- build on it if you can. Okay, mine's more of a comedy um, avenue where... Yes, there's a big mask reveal at the end of this person the whole time, but the difference is so minuscule that the whole time you kind of already know who it is anyway. Where, like, he pulls off a mask, and the only difference is, like, there's, like, a mole removed or something. <laughs> so that's my idea. The goal is you already know who it is, and that's what makes it funny. I guess my my only thing is, like, at the end of a, of a movie... Like, the difference is so minuscule. I mean, how <laughs> weird does the movie have to be? Like, it's... I mean, I don't know. How is it like, is it like Get Smart? It's like so. Get Smart or, or Hot Rod or something like, something on that silly okay. nature where it's like, I guess like that. Where is, they that, talk to him like a different person, but they, you, you would have to be an idiot to know not who it really is. If you added that to the very end of Get Smart, so you add a scene at the very, very end, or maybe it could be like a post credit scene where like Steve Carell's brushing his teeth in the mirror mm-hmm. and then you just see him take a, like, face the Mission off. Impossible mask off, and it's just his face again. And it's again. just his face again with, like, a wall. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty funny. And people are like, oh, it's you. <laughs> like, you wouldn't know. <laughs> was like a, in the, was it the or you Love, do it Love like it a, movie, where it's like Kermit's evil twin, like, looked exactly yeah, like him, or, just had, like, a mustache. Even do it, like, even, like, even a shirt is going to look like a fake, like, sort of fake mustache. Yeah. They go, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like they've done that in some Right, but I think that's the best way to do it because, like, it makes it funny. Like, you know who yeah. this is. Everyone's just being really dumb. It's like Clark Kent with his glasses. Well, I've actually heard a theory. That's, that's a different topic. It's a different topic. All right. Um, I won't be stingy. I'll give you guys four for each for that. Ooh, yeah. Put the effort in. Yes. Did the lifting. Thank you. All right. I'm excited. Anybody, who wants to go next? I can go next. All right. You have the, the stool. You have the stool. In your butt. Ah. Uh, I knew it was only a moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if the word stool gets said twice in five seconds, mm-hmm. one of you will mention a butt. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah, because why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't Anything you? that's another name for poop or butt, I'm going to mention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pellets, stool, <laughs> droppings. Let's see if we can get 70 in a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ready? Go. All right, so my trope is... Forced romances. Forced romances. I fucking hate forced romances. Like, are we trying to make a romance that was forced not seem so forced? Sure. You you, you can't get rid of it. You interpret it however you'd like to, but I hate it. Like, honestly, Hot Fuzz is one of my favorite movies of all time because there's no forced romance. And the only real romance is like, Brotherly and mm. familially with between mm. the son and the dad, like, like there's no again name name a name a good forced romance movie. Yeah, because I have a couple. Well, I have a couple like questions. So is it forced? Is in like the woman doesn't seem to have any autonomy, and you don't even understand why she's attracted to him, or it or... just seems like they jam a love story into Speed because Speed has everything else both. going on. Or, like, like both of those things. Last, like, like you guys didn't see the last stars movie. Have you? No, no. Well, they. Forced a love scene on that one. Yeah. Where, um, what was it between Ray and that guy? Yeah, Ray and yeah, yeah. what's his face? Like that's what I'm saying. Like like the like that one like Side speed. Bro- no. <laughs> <laughs> um. The, the, the guy, big, 
Big black guy. No, big boobs guy. What? Not you didn't have fun with black guy. It was um Kylo Ren, the the, the oh. Sith guy, the new Sith guy. Oh, weird. So at the very end, like they teamed up and defeated the Emperor, right? But they forced like a kiss at the end before he died, which had it came out of absolutely like four stars movie. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was like why? Yeah, like that. Like so, I'm talking. I'm talking about the romances that if they took that out, the wow. movie would still work. It like everything would still be exactly the same. But they decided they had, like you said, with like speed, where they were like, "Well, it's a male and a female, right. so and they're about- together for longer than five minutes." Well, I guess they like each other now. So you're talking about a movie that's not a romantic movie, no? That's obvious. A, but somehow it ends up right. benefiting. These happens from a, a lot. Romance. This happens a lot in action movies, right? Like right. the action movies were like, "Oh, we were just, you know, like obviously I know, like in adrenaline, like adrenaline, like mm-hmm. those kind of situations, like you might in the heat of the passion, Almost but like exclusively it's only." Right, like I just, I don't, really I no don't place. like it. Could have a place, but mostly it's just like it's just how the story goes. Right, but like rom coms, like obviously the plot is surrounding the romance, so like it wouldn't exist. But like any action, any action movie, they don't need that. Like that's not why the movie is happening. Like, like any of the Sa- Jason Statham movies, like mm-hmm. you don't need the female. Per- like, ha, 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 Please save me, Jason Statham. You're so hot. Let's fuck. I mean, like, have you seen with the shirt off? Yes, I have. <laughs> but I was going to say, but like, I don't need that in my action movie. Like, if mm. I'm watching a movie because I want to see shit fucking blow up, right. I don't need. No, name a time where it worked so we don't. I can't tell you one. You I can't hate tell me it. A time that it ever I fucking works. hate it. Like, it's annoying to me. As a female, it's well, maybe annoying you did to me. See it and you keep going so well. No, because right, they, don't do that, they don't do that for Guy. They don't. Can you be done with your soapbox yes. bit? I got it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, it's, like, a spy versus spy type movie, where it's, like, two government agencies. Mr. and Mrs. Smith? God damn it, just give me fucking Sorry. seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want, like, a Coen Brothers-esque movie that's okay. sort of like Burn After Reading, where it's spy versus spy, so you've okay. got just, like, different people from different agencies. Mm-hmm. And I want there to be a pretty crack FBI agent and a pretty crack CIA agent. I don't really care what gender each one is, but they have to be of a sexuality that they would be attracted to the gender of mm-hmm. the other one. So it'd be two gay dudes, two lesbians, two straight people, however the binaries go into the ones and the zeros. Sure. Doesn't matter. Sure. Just one's from the FBI, one's from the CIA, and they both have to go to a wedding in Dubai undercover. Mm-hmm. And they obviously don't like each other because sure. they've got like the branch rivalry, and mm-hmm. one's Irish and one's not. Who knows? I like it. Okay. <laughs> one's Irish and one's not. Just Irish. not. Just no. not Irish. Okay. <laughs> but one's a, British. Pick a pick a pick uh, whatever issue you want to like shoehorn in there. Oh, you know what? No, even better. Make it so whatever genders they are and like are opposite. So they already, they think they like the opposite sex, but they really don't? No, so, okay, so let's say... That'd be interesting. Let's say it's, like, a gay guy with a lesbian, or, (laughs) like, just let's make them something where they wouldn't even be sexually attracted. Right. Or two straight guys together. All of a sudden, they're attracted to each other. Yeah, same... Well, no, it could be two straight guys, two straight women, it could be two gay people that are opposite genders. Are gay or are they just no? Guys? Wait for it! Wait for it! <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to help you. I'm I, trying to get where you're going. I, I finally got it. So, okay. um, you got this team, and mm-hmm. they're going, and the mm-hmm. whole movie is about them. Okay. And then, um, 
you do like a catch, not a catch twenty one, a uh, twenty one Jump Street okay. thing, where you find out the whole time one of the seeming bad guy teams is just another undercover FBI CIA team. And guess what? They're also not sexually attracted to each other. But the CIA guy and the FBI guy from, or the CIA guy from Team One and the FBI guy from Team Two do like each other, and the CIA guy from Team One and the FBI guy from Team Two do like each other so then the third act of the movie you amp up all the action because now you ramp up from just having like these two opposite teams can i can i jump in okay okay. so both of them are assuming the other one is straight but until they meet their partners that they're both gay they didn't realize that however it works out like (laughs) like, you're like oh this is straight asshole i feel like you have to the same thing i feel like you have to do like because i don't want to just do two straight guys and two straight women and the FBI one, the CIA. I don't want to do it that way because that still seems a little too 80s. No, I'm thinking the two gay guys, but they both think that each other are straight, but they're not. Oh, so you do a straight guy and a gay guy mm-hmm. on the first team. Okay. And they have to be a couple at a Dubai wedding trying to get the nuclear codes. But one's CIA and one's FBI. And then you have... They would not let them in Dubai. <laughs> and then you have a, a gay guy and a straight girl mm-hmm. on the other team. And then at the end, the straight guy and the straight girl and the gay guy and the gay guy uh, are like doing this mission together and I falling. I thought you were going to say doing it. No, I was like, yeah, wow. doing this mission together and it's falling in love, even though they still have the they fact hate their partner. Well, even well, even though they still have the fact that they're from opposite branches. Okay. So like play with, and that way you get that sort of like Wait, the straight guys with the straight girl, or the straight guys with the gay guy now. No, I mean it works like it always works. No, the, straight, the straight, straight guy, the straight, mm-hmm. the straight guy from the FBI is with the straight girl from the CIA, and the gay guy from the CIA is with the gay guy from the FBI. Yeah, because if you because you're gonna run into trouble if you have the a gay guy who's out switching to being straight, mm-hmm. like you're gonna have a lot of people on your ass. But yeah, you can't make and, that movie. But so there, you have a fair amount of like the first act being about Team One. Yeah, and then second act you introduce Team Two. And Act 2 is basically just, like, you kind of have a bleed-over fight where they become a problem, but you solve that problem by realizing, oh, shit, everybody here is American and basically on the same mission. Mm-hmm. That launches into T- Act 3, where they're doing that mission together, mm-hmm. and then they, like, fall in love with the opposite team members yeah. as they're doing it. And it just is... it Because it's in that, like, comedy, like... Uh, um, 21 Jump Street spy versus spy mentality. Mm-hmm. I think it wouldn't feel so much shoehorned as much as a benefit to the silliness. Okay. Because I would argue there is a romance in Hot Fuzz and it's between romance. No, that's it's what I romance, said. But that's right. what I said. It's not, and it makes sense. Because, it is natural. But that's what I said. Like, it makes so, sense. They didn't force it. But you're only talking about forced romantic. Scenes. Yeah, but like that, that. Like, not forced. So like, I don't. I, and I'm when I say mayor romantic, I mean I mean like. So I think there's still not, a place where like workplace romance works, but when you shoehorn it into an action movie, it yeah. loses a it loses momentum. But right. if you make that action movie a comedy, you then make it like an act rom com. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. You'd have to make it work. You'd have to make it a part of the story. Right. I mean, there's no and that's that. and that's what I mean. It's like I I don't. Way Ooh, to, way to fix it an the way action, it is. Rom, a romantic action comedy should be called a rom com bomb. Rom com bomb. Trademark it. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. 
See that? Um, so that would so be my Did you have pitch for another pitch, a different pitch? Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still trying to grasp the, how a shoehorned romance and like, action movie. Like, if you no, took it on, out. I'm talking out loud. Okay. Right. A shoehorned romance and action movie making it better, which I, I agree with Jared's pitch there, with just, make, just making it um, a little different than the usual, which is it's still maybe shoehorned in, but, like, it's just different. You, you know? get time to meet each character yeah. before you have them like start you... making Disney eyes at each other. Right. So it right. doesn't seem like one of them there is just there to be all googly eyed. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm just going to take the L on this one because I think Gary's the best one right there. I'm going to give you a three. All right. I'll take a I three. I still don't like it. I'll take a but three. I, but I you, mean, you I, did I, try I, to change I still stand beside my one because, I mean,. Jared didn't, no one else liked it, but it's just two gay guys that are teamed up together, not realizing the other one is gay until the very end. Right. Oh, that's what you were. I I thought you were trying to tell me. Okay. Oh, like oh, oh. and then then maybe you don't see really romance in there, but like you see interest in each other's eyes. So I'll give you. I would say you just shoehorn that relationship into like my plot, where like your two gay guys are one of the gay guys from the FBI and one of the gay guys from the CIA, where like they interact. But they don't know each other as gay. Right. right. Like, they have to figure that out along the way. But right. there's that moment no where it's, each other where it's like... We're knowing each other's families. Yeah, there's that moment where it's like, oh, no, you like it when Omar from The Wire Stop. really spits <laughs> in his <laughs> hand in a super just gross really way? really spits no, it in. Like well, he, has, he hasn't swallowed or spit all day. He just <laughs> lets it out. Like, he's at the dentist. That's office. a reference to like Lovecraft Country, if anybody mm. wasn't here for our off-mic conversation. I don't like that. So, <laughs> third, third trope to... <laughs> M- uh, unmope I, that's unmope? a bad unmope like if you're sad and you unbe sad but, okay how many points do I get for just, they turn out they're both gay all along I'll give you eight uh, that's a good twist at the end especially if you don't even bring it up. I do I do like adding point. that into the, okay, eight the point? story I'll give you a point because you're just adding it into Jared's no that was mine that's the whole thing where he's having different partners and stuff listen yeah, he, I'm not adding this. This is this is a, this is the thing. You don't meet other partners. They're both gay on a mission. You don't know they're both gay. They don't think each other. They have both a. Gay. I I like that. I like. And that. And at the very yeah. end, they're like, they're like, oh yeah, like I, I broke up with someone a little bit ago. Like like who? Like how, what was she like? He. Is no, he I think like, you. Oh, yeah, I think you just make it even sweeter than that. They're where they like. They both like. There's a bomb, and they yeah. have to cuddle together, and then their one's like, "Ooh, you smell nice," and the other one's like, "Oh, thanks, oh, thanks." And I like your. Would you like to go to a? Pool, <laughs> would you like to go to, pool, to a parade I and be yeah. dressed very inappropriately? Hate that. I like right. your erection. It's gross. Well, and the, I think um, I'm not sure if they should both have like inner monologues going on throughout the movie, so that you know they're gay, or should we just wait till we figure out? Like you see them, you see thing. them when they're not together, like because uh, as the movie third, mm-hmm. you know, you know, when you're wall, seeing like, them interact them with. Their partners, you're like, oh, that's the yeah. Like, I mean, there's two ways to go about it, where you don't know they're gay as the audience until the very end. I I don't but think that's ever fair. It, but you just yeah, I think you always have to like you don't have to be overt about it. Obviously, you don't have to be heavy handed. You don't have to be will and grace about it. Mm-hmm. But you have to you have to do the work. Like if all of a sudden at the end they're both just gay, that's kind of disrespectful. But if you give like the breadcrumbs in there of yeah. like. Oh, he keeps his shoes very nice and other, like... Or just pictures of him and his ex-boyfriend around the... Yeah, yeah, like, non-aggressive stereotypes. Um, I think you can lay the groundwork to to pay it off very well at the end. 
you don't see him in the opening scene in the gay pride parade just railing somebody. Right. <laughs> so I apologize. I thought you were just adding to Jared. I didn't know that was your own thing. That was you, mine. Because you said you were well, just going to take the L on this one. So I thought you... I, I that's why I thought you were... And you guys were like, meh. No, because you, you no, but you said you, I, but I, when you said it, I mm. thought you were just adding to Jared, I mean, it could work and then way. you leaned back and said, "I'm going to take the L." So I thought that right. you weren't, that wasn't your own. Listen, Jared needs this one. So, Dusty. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> no, what's what's happening is Trey had a very nice idea. I said, "That's a very nice idea. I'm going to take it." Hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the whole thing. I'm just repossessing it, mm-hmm. and I'm just absorbing it into my story. Okay. So that's what happened there. I will give you three points. Three points. Yeah. Well, four. Okay. It's three each. It's it's pretty fair. It's All right. Pretty so fair. I have three points. We have seven. Now. I have seven now. You have. We're gonna find out. What? Four. I got four. Yeah. I um, have four. A ten. He's a ten. He's ten. So and you have three. Yeah, but no one's gonna win. That's true. Yeah. No one is going to win. Yeah, it's for Jared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just need to know who came in second. All right. So the only way to... Uh, to I was wondering. What, I was like, why are you hammering on these well, points? Well, we didn't even get to my trope yet. I know. I know. Let's do it. So, so how are we going to know who's going to win here? This is going to be the Very first good. one that goes over. We're going to do it for fun anyway. Yeah, it's for funsies. We already right. knew that Jared was going to win. We knew well, this. Well, if you... Win. It doesn't matter. Right? You're Jared, tied with me. I'm not. And if going Jared to. loses, he's tied with you. That way, we're all tied. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So it's just me and Jared so trying to gonna, fuck each other over. As soon as Jared starts talking, about it. <laughs> <laughs> give a little she squirt. Wins. Give a little squirt gun. <laughs> all right. I'm not a cat. God damn it! I hate the trope. Um, kind of like Jared's masking, but different. Where the boss guy of the good guy turns out to be the bad guy the whole time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like most recently season two of the boys they real they reveal that the senator was the right. head crusher right. the whole time. Right. Or like the, the born identity does it. The uh Marvel was freaking Robert Redford. Robert Redford did it in that in um who I immediately <laughs> have an idea. But all right. So you have to make uh, you have to make like an anti-hero movie mm-hmm. where the like a Punisher esque kind of where it revolves most of the movie actually revolves around this like crew of bad guys that's genuinely bad. So think about like you know in the movie The Inside Job it all revolves around the bank robbers, mm-hmm. but th- like the more the movie goes on, it reveals that these bank robbers are morally in the right. That does not happen in my movie. Okay. They are just the bad guys. Gotcha. Um, they're shooting innocent people right off the bat, this and that. And then you have like a similar team of good guys set up to oppose them. And as it's happening, it's there's moments where the bad guys uh, make tiny little mistakes. The real bad guys. The real bad okay. guys make tiny little mistakes. Uh, so like one guy does get picked off by a sniper through a window and like a couple like captives do end up getting let out. So the way the pressure would build is the third act of the movie would be the last of the bad guys all kind of like huddled. Like a Heiser Kose type thing where like. Well, I'd say huddled in like a small room in a bank or something. However you set the movie up, they all have to okay. be huddled together. And they have to be like panicking, sort of like Reservoir Dogs style, mm-hmm. where they start panicking, they start realizing like the plan was too good, everything couldn't have gone this wrong, somebody on the inside is a rat. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, you work it out where one dude ends up walking away. None of them shoot each other. They're like, one dude talks him into like, no, we're a goddamn team. Mm-hmm. We came into this. Mm-hmm. Things went sideways. But we're going to get some of what we came for, and we're going to do some of what we came for, goddammit. He mm-hmm. gives the, the anti-hero speech. And, like, they go out. Guns a-blazing. Everybody gets killed but the guy that gave that speech. He gets out with nothing. Nothing gets accomplished. And at the end, you see him go back to the headquarters, and it's revealed that he is a rat for the cops. Gotcha. Not, so he doesn't, he's not a cop himself, he's just a rat for the cops? We'll make, uh, make that seem better where he goes and gets debriefed because he is a cop, or I yeah, I think that's the better way to do it. Is you you end up describing like, oh, he's like the one of the best undercover cops, and like maybe maybe you up the stakes. So they were really trying to steal plutonium or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, had they planned it without him, they would have been successful. Would he not gotcha. been involved? They would have been successful, but just him being there and able to get little. So that way you can also set it up kind of like a mystery for the audience where you're feeding them breadcrumbs where they should be like, especially on a second viewing, you'd pick up like, oh, that's where this got clued off and that's where this got clued off. But if you're going to do the, if you're going to do the reveal that it's not necessarily somebody else, they're just playing for a different team. Mm -hmm. That's the way I think you make the story the most successful. Gotcha. See, I took it as like. The other way, where, like, you have, like, a Spider-Man, like, that super good, innocent person mm-hmm. who's, like, doing all these great things. He's been throughout the whole movie, do like, just being a hero, like, mm-hmm. superpowers or not. And then, through a montage, or whatever, if you will, almost, like you said, kind of as as but, like, they show that they, through their, their web, like, not them directly, but they were, like, getting people, they were, like pretty much orchestrating, like, the network of these crimes mm-hmm. just to push their own agenda of that heroism. Like, look at me, I'm gonna save the day. So, like... Like, uh, the Incredibles thing? The original Incredibles movie? I don't, the, I don't the think The plot was that kid who was just, like, releasing a monster, uh, ro- giant robot oh, yeah, on yeah, the city. Yeah. yeah, but, like... Just to save it. But it's not... But it, but it wasn't that he wanted himself to be the hero or hero, but he knew that these people, these people were already going to commit these crimes. Mm-hmm. So instead of just letting them go commit these crimes with reckless abandon, mm-hmm. he was like, okay, you go to this place specifically. If you're already going to rob a bank, I want you to go to this bank specifically. Okay. It was kind of, like, guiding them to this... So he was so minimizing he damages of crime by being... He was he, he was the red hood. Right. Yeah. So like he was okay. so he was the villain because yeah. he was telling them where to go commit these crimes, but he was also the hero at the same time because he was stopping them yeah. like from doing it more. Now would would you explain that some of the criminals got away with a lot of the money every time? Like would you would you explain that like the bad guys are making out with a fair shake while the good guys also looking like a hero? My, I would not. My I would not is that Yes, he's a uh, yes. He's doing bad things for God. Like he's, he's the head of a crime organization, right? Mm-hmm. But the the way they control the crime is to just be the head of it because the crime is always going to happen. Think Homelander from The Boys. Like he is a sociopath, but not not maybe like to his level of sociopathicness, but like his level of needing control over everything. So he needs to be a part of everything. Okay, like that kind of. That's, thing. but. Okay, but I don't so know. He's, how, because that... he's stopping crimes, sure. but he's also telling them where to go and what to sure. do so to like, commit those crimes. My only critique there is 
that has to be a series. Because okay. that's a deep. That's that's excellent, but deep. Like, that was my, like, my interpretation would be, not more of the boys type thing, but, like, just more of a Red Hood type thing where you would have... Well, no, not not the whole overarching of the boys, just Homelander from the boys being, like, well, him and that level of sociopathy, everything. not even that specific type of So he has a mental disorder rather than he's evil? No, I think In a he's way, just... but, like, he's, like, he's not doing it, because, like, he is stopping the crimes completely and totally. Like, I... the bad guys aren't profiting, but he is literally telling them what to do and where to so go. sending them to failed crimes? Right. So, that, he that can, they would fail. so he can build himself up as well and be can, that hero Can I explain figure. that in a slightly different way? Sure. Not man's, Trey's explaining it. You're Trey's explaining it okay. to Trey. Yes. So you so. end up revealing, like, you've got the cops and the robbers, yep. but you end up revealing, like, the same guys playing both sides of the chessboard. That's, like, the whole... That is that basically what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, I, I mean, think that'd be a cool like it. Like instead of it being this and, side, and of the coin, I, this I see side what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Where yeah, you've I'm got, I'm looking for a leader who turns out to be the bad guy at the end. No, how but to you make hate that. that. You said you hate that, so sure. that's what I'm saying. Like the leader, how would you make that better. You can't make that better. You have to change it. Well, yeah, change it. But is I'm looking for a leader. Is he a leader of guys or is well, he a yeah, boss of something? He's like the hero. But that's he's what a he, hero. But wait, so but you're but you're but you're changing it though because Jared took my thing and changed it. Because you, you, you said, like, making it different. Like, it is different. Like Right. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't specify a leader, either. That's what, like, that's what I was looking for. A leader. Right? But, but that's he turns what out saying. to be a bad guy at the very end, even though the, the good guy was no, the like, whole time. He, like, but he is the oh, leader. the leader, leader But guy. he is the leader, yeah, though, like, because like, I was saying he's, like... Guy. But that's what I'm saying. He's the leader like, of like the, the crime The syndicate. police captain who's actually on the take. There is right. no way to do but, that but that's what, But that's what I'm saying, is, like, well, he is the leader we, because he's of the crime syndicate. Like, he's I, leading I, I kinda it. I kind of like the spin hero. that you almost got to that I like was the fact that um, the reason why the person turned out... We do a flashback to why he became a crime lord is because you realize you can't stop crime in the city. You just have to control it and keep it minimized as best you can as a as a boss. But he's also the hero, trip. which is like he's not out as the boss because he can't be out as. No, the he's boss. out as a boss. But like you go back, it's a personal take where like you go back into his past and to see why he rose up the ranks to do what he's doing. But right that's now. what I'm saying. Like mine, mine is the boss of the crime syndicate, but mm-hmm. he can't be out in public as the boss because he's also the hero that's stopping all the crimes. So he is the boss that you're is looking for. To, okay, so he's sending them to places so he can come in and save the day. Right. That is, I didn't get that part. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but like they don't know that he's also the hero that's swooping in yeah, so and kicking their this ass. Bank and now I'm going to come in there and right. Okay, like that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. So like he is off. the I boss. Guess I just I guess my only question there is, how long do you stay the crime boss if, if your if, first four all get busted yeah, through the same guy? Right. If he, uh, if I'm a lieutenant in that gang, I'm joining a different fucking gang. <laughs> right. Well. You, most it's, criminals are idiots, so like, let's be honest. Right? Maybe he's. That's why um, they need that leader to tell them what to do because they can't think. Yeah, of but even then, if uh, even then, I'm trying to think of how there's anybody need. else to follow. Well, yeah. it's, it's Metropolis or it's Gotham. Like you only have that, that one superhero it. that comes in and does everything. Yeah, I'm just saying, like if if all my buddies are in the Joker gang mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Batman only busts up like forty percent of their heists. And I'm in the fucking Red Hood gang, <laughs> yeah. and a hundred percent of the heists we get busted up, mm-hmm. or we have are getting busted up. I'm changing gangs. Yeah, okay, fair yeah. Enough. But I'm, I'm not. That that's my only like. Of, at some point, they have to be successful a little bit, 
That's where it, that's where it really Unless gets he's tough to make. Wealthy like Bruce Wayne, and he can pay them really well to do these jobs. I don't know. It's it's mm, it's it gets really works. tough to make the leader of the gang like. Yeah, this is the only reason I like. Uh, mine would be introspective, where the guy you see him at the end of the movie grow up, trying to figure out how he can control crime better because he realizes he can't stop crime. Well, and like there's a there's the form of it in the in the Departed, where at the end they do find out the whole time that Jack Nicholson's character is the snitch, right? Like, um, that there's a bunch of I mean, yeah, it, there's a bunch there's a now that I'm thinking about it more, there's a couple cases where I'd say it's done all right, mm-hmm. but yeah, gun to my head, the only way I can do the team switcheroo is explain that. One of the lieutenants on the team is right, not a low level win, like, like he's uh, kind of like a right hand man or something. Yeah, but I would also I would do my I would write mine specifically as a mystery where the audience is figuring out what the mystery is as the bad guys are mm-hmm. figuring out what the mystery is. And so it, it's just a little bit different from it's sort of like a live action action mm-hmm. detective story. Or and a real-time detective story. So your big reveal is, okay, yeah, like, there is, he's a he's an undercover agent or just a rat the whole time. And, and he's, like, a, up there in the as, as a lieutenant trying to, I guess, thwart plots as they're going up with him. Yours is, the superhero all along was the crime boss. Mm-hmm. It's like the um the true story of the guy who was, helped start the secret ster- service that was helping in the um, heist of Lincoln's body. Mm. Like, he was, like, Join their gang to steal Lincoln's body, but like was an informant to the. Well, that's the story right there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. literally that. That is a historical mm-hmm. story that really happened. Yeah. Make a movie out of that. Why did Elizabeth Banks? Well, because it's a black guy. Cocaine bear instead of that. <laughs> black like black eye movies are in now. Yeah. Well, now they are. That's why it hasn't been a movie already. They're in like Huck Finn. I mean, yeah. Mm, I don't really like, like Huck, Finn. Huck Finn as the example, considering what? his name was. <laughs> Nigger Jim. Well, there's a reason I picked it. Thanks for <laughs> oh, explaining by Joe. Looking at it through a lens of now. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. All right, HB Lovecraft. Boss. <laughs> uh, thanks for checking out Fantasy <laughs> Trap Fiction. Your place for racist um, talk and no, I'm cutting all of that. No. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not sorry. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, this has been Fantasy Draft Fiction. Make sure you're following the YouTube feed at the Content Analysts and here at the podcast feed at Fantasy Draft Fiction. You the best. Bye. 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 What'd you throw? Just a piece of paper. That's fine. <laughs>